You're listening to a CanadianMovieCrew.com production. Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines is the story of Skynet going online and starting Judgment Day. Or is it? Welcome back to the Yours at Movie Podcast, where we try to find the real story behind the story. I'm Sean Taylor. And I mean Mark. And today, for Threequel Month, we continue with... Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. Uh, we can welcome to the show Nick Stahl, Claire Danes, Christina Loken, and Chris Hardwick. Actually, let's... Uh, well, first of all, that's funny. Uh, but we can welcome back Christina Loken. Oh, really? What was she in? Blood Rain. Was she, she the was chick? The t- for- She's the titular Blood Rain. Really? All right. That's her. I'll move her from the welcome to the welcome back category then. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And to welcome back, uh, well, let's put it this way: it's it's Juve Bowl, this, and that's about it. <laughs> oh, I see, I see. Okay, uh, and of course, welcome back, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Of course, <clears throat> done many Gosh, of his I, movies. I was going to say, how many have we done now? True Lies. True uh, Lies. Well, that's Bat- not out yet. Do- Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, stay tuned, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we did Last Action Hero. That's right. Did we do Batman and Robin? No. We we kind of said we weren't going, because we did Batman forever. Yeah, we'll probably eventually do it. I'm kind of thinking if we ever do a live show, that would be a good one to do. Absolutely, um, yeah. Uh, yo, there's got to be more. Fuck, I, this is going to bother me now that I'm going to have to look <laughs> through it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we've kind of had on. Arnie on our show. We've had him on a few times here. Without his knowledge, but, you know. <laughs> Last Action Hero. Oh, gosh. Running Man. Uh, we did the Running Man. Right. Oh, that's right. We did the Running Man. That's right. Oh, I guess okay. that's it. I'm just looking back over our <laughs> over our site here. Holy cow. <laughs> we done some winners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I forgot that we did Just Visiting. <laughs> yeah, that was actually a pretty good episode, actually. <laughs> um. <laughs> I do have a synopsis for this movie. You ready for this? Oh, by all means. Okay, here's my synopsis for Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. Boom, 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 crash. Gunshot, gunshot, gunshot. Boom, 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 boom. Skynet's going to take over if we don't stop it. Crash, crash, crash. Boom, boom, clang, clang. We saved the day. No, wait, we didn't. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's about all you need to know. It's Yeah, th- this one is... Re- so weird because it does this this thing where it's like okay well at the end of each terminator there's always hope like the terminator in the first one was supposed to come back to kill sarah connor because she gives birth to john connor leader of the resistance the terminator stopped there's hope for the future right judgment day follows that up you know the what if we stopped judgment day from happening they go through all of that adventure it's an awesome movie they stop, you know, uh, they, they they basically destroy the company that's supposed to create Skynet. And so then there's hope for the future. Right. This movie opens with, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whoops. We, did, Just, we didn't foresee the internet coming. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, all right, let's, I have to get into this because I have some questions. And I might not have answers. And I understand that, but. I have to ask these questions anyway because I haven't seen Please. any of the tran- uh, the Transformers, any of the Terminator series past this point. Okay. Because I first I, I came into the train. Uh, oh my god! Here we go again. I came into <laughs> I came into the Terminator series with T two. Oh. Okay. I started watching one, but it wasn't as good as T two, so I stopped. Right. This is before I was a big movie guy. Um. And then I saw Terminator 3, and it was terrible, and I figured, well, okay, obviously they've made one really, really good movie. I'm just going to go with that. So I haven't seen Salvation. I haven't seen Genesis or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> Geonosis or whatever. Geonosis. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Terminator, so Sega Genesis, I don't know. Sega Genesis, yeah, that's right. So I don't know how. Oh, like I, I know love the that, Genosis reference. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I I know that there's um I, I know that they're much maligned and they don't make a lot of sense and they've pissed a lot of people off. So 
Um, given to understand Terminator, the first one is a really good movie. Yes, absolutely. It was it was ahead of its time. Right. Time travel, you know that kind of stuff, and this this uh, almost near unkillable robot kind of thing. It it was almost like um, a horror movie, right? You have this this kind of force of nature, if you will, that's just nonstop coming after you. That's terrifying. Like you think about uh, traditional action movies, and it's bang bang, shoot 'em up, but like either character, good guy or bad guy, gets hit with that one bullet, and they're done. This. It's much scarier because you shoot them and shoot them and shoot them and shoot them and, not, and they just keep coming. So that's where it, it borderlines on horror. And it, I remember seeing it as a kid, even like I didn't go to the theater, obviously, but I saw it on TV, and it was terrifying. This idea of so I'm looking at the screen, and then go-go dated reference. I'm looking at my Coleco. Yeah. <laughs> look, back, look back at the screen, Coleco. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give us cause to pause about going forward with robotics. Your Coleco, your Coleco vision, you mean, or your Coleco no, watch? My Coleco vision. Your Coleco vision, I, yeah. Yeah, I saw it back in the in the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then when two come out, it obviously it, it it goes along with it. It makes sense, you know. Okay, well they stopped them the first time, send them back, but they send back a different one, and they send back Arnie just because. Um. And then that whole movie plays out, and it's really, really good. This one, oh, okay, so, okay, I have a couple of questions. So if John Connor leads the humans to victory, yeah, okay, the machines should have already known that their attempt to kill him in the past have failed. Yes. Okay, so why send only one Terminator? Why not send four, six, 1,200 Terminators? <laughs> That's a good question. Like, That's a very good question. It's it's now twice now you've sent back one, and it didn't work. Yeah, it's some sort of weird predestination because they're fucking around with time. <clears throat> they know what they've done in the past, so it's almost like they have to do that again in order to get to the to the place where they are. Yeah, this is why if you introduce time travel in your movie, you have to be very careful about how you do it. It yeah exactly and. And I would love to have seen, and now that you bring it up, I would love to have seen a movie that addresses that, where the opening of the movie, they're killing one Terminator, cut to the future, where they're kind of going back over the history books and saying, you know what, let's try it differently, and then we can rewind a few minutes, or whatever, a few hours, Yeah. and then all of a sudden, like, five of them show up. And why not go back and kill Sarah Connor's parents? Oh, yeah, yeah, grandparents, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And or why not just constantly send back Terminators? Yeah. Like every every ten minutes, there's a new one showing up. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like you could just dog John Connor for the rest of his life. Yeah. Okay. They, here's my. They never really addressed that in the in the series. No. No. They, they. No, they won't because they they make stupid action movies for profit. That's why. That's right. Um. And here's my here's my other question. If okay, so in this movie. Uh, the catalyst is there's there's a virus, there's a computer virus going around the world, mm-hmm. and it's causing problems with uh, with communications and military and civilian businesses and everything else. Mm-hmm. And so they turn on Skynet to fix it. Yes. Okay. But then later on, it's revealed that Skynet was the virus. Yeah. So. Was Skynet infecting all the computers so that they would turn Skynet on? My understanding is no. That, But by unleashing the AI, it was able to then you know, become self-aware and ruin everything. Right. Because we don't find out, like, like they turn it on, we find out like five seconds later, Skynet is the, is the virus. The real virus. Okay. We don't know where the original virus comes from. Okay. That's one of the. But that's the, the thing. Bad, it's the, like, what, what, what was the virus? Yeah, that's the. Yeah, we don't. Uh, we don't know. And this movie do, is not going to tell us, which is kind of weird. Like, it should have been. There should have been some sort of catalyst. Like, what if Christina Lokian, Loken sets a virus out into the internet? Because she can. Uh, she can imitate a. a was it a nine fifty baud modem or whatever with her mouth? Right. Okay, but. 
But the virus is already there before she shows up. No, exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like a huge hole is, or a huge question is where did this virus come from to begin with? Yeah. Because the, we're to understand that Skynet is the genie in the bottle. And doesn't right. get released. Yeah. So it's, it's contained. They have it on, you know, on, on computers that are not linked to the internet. And then they give it its go command to go onto the internet, and then it goes. It just starts everything, right? Right. But that's as far as we know. We don't know where the original virus comes from, and do, and does it infect Skynet or does Skynet infect it? We don't know. No idea. Yeah, like this movie's not gonna tell us. Frustrating. So, it's, but why uh, does? No, it, it, but it why? Is. Does, okay, so maybe maybe they they answer this in the original one, but why does Skynet kill the humans? Oh uh, well, machines come become self-aware and see humans as a threat to machine kind. Oh, okay. Right. So that old storyline. That, that old story, yeah, that old chestnut. I mean, this is the movie that that kind of set that. Um, that kind of you know, uh, I don't know. I don't even know what to call it. Not a trope, but the the oh, idea. Oh, I think that, it would be a trope at this point. That, that if the machines become self-aware, that they're going to want to take out the humans because we might be a threat to them. Yeah. So kind of the idea of a, an AI with a survival instinct. Yeah, which is why when I saw a video today of uh, people in Europe making a robot that can do a backflip and walk upstairs and open doors, I got kind of worried. <laughs> I, oh, I saw... It was uh, legitimately uh, scary. I saw a thing last night they were talking, or yesterday, on Dr. Oz. Uh, they were talking about these uh, um, uh, robotic companions. They try and mimic, you know, human behavior and like, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, not a good idea. Oh yeah, there's there's some weird stuff with respect to robotics, which this movie or this series though, uh, the the funny thing about it is that it really just kind of shortcuts and bypasses all that. Yeah. Because there's none of these baby steps to robots. It's all like, here's a computer virus, and then the virus says, let's build some hardware with a lot of guns. <laughs> Well, actually, in this movie, is posited that they're the robots are already built. Yeah, that's because we have new... the we have the not Ed two o nines in this movie yeah, that the, she the finds T, in the hangar, the T one. Yeah, right. Whereas the you know yeah Arnie's the T one o one. Right. So uh, yeah, no, it's <laughs> okay. So it... and and that's and that's my other question. <laughs> okay, so. The humans in the future can reprogram the T-101 and send him back in order to save John Connor. Yeah. But the machines keep sending back more powerful and more powerful uh, machines. Mm-hmm. Why don't the humans get more powerful machines? <laughs> I, I, Again, this movie is not going to tell us why, but my only guess is that they actually, because the other the, the newer models are just too difficult to handle, that they can't capture them because they're so deadly. Okay, but uh, now the, the one thing they keep saying in these movies is, well, they send me back because of my familiarity with John Connor. But then immediately right after that, he goes, I'm a different Terminator. I'm like, so they sent you back because you look exactly like the other one, but you're not yes. the other one. That's right. So what's the point? Because he looks like the other one. Okay, but then right in, but later on, he's saved by the power of friendship. <laughs> That's the power he, of love, baby. Because, but it's a different Terminator. <laughs> so he doesn't have all of the history from the previous one that you are playing off of in this scene. That's right. And, they, <laughs> and, they, and, they, and they, yeah, but didn't they have that awesome bonding scene in the truck that one time? <laughs> That's about it. Your levity <laughs> is good; it relieves the fear of death. Yeah, great bonding scene. <laughs> yeah, let's go visit your mother's casket. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Okay. Yeah, she dies of leukemia. Yeah. Okay. The pre I, pretty late. I apologize to anyone with leukemia, but I'm not making light of your situation. But for Sarah Connor, that's a pretty lame way of going out, don't you think? Oh yeah, it should have been a gunfight. Yeah, it should have been like a you know laser blaster to the face. Yeah, yeah exactly. Laser log to the face. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> what I want to know is if the machines rise up to take over the world and they basically wreck it. At one point, do they just call a meeting and be like, listen, what have we done? <laughs> 
Nothing of this. And why do they take over? What do they want? That's the weird thing. The, the, the only motive we're given is they want to take over because they want to take over. Once humanity is gone, apparently they'll be happily ever after? Question mark? <laughs> Like, like, what are they? Yeah, okay. Like, like, would you, would you have at that point? Would you have some sort of weird, like, like robot, like P PTSD, like, you know what I mean? Like, you have these Terminators that yeah. are trying to like water the lawn, and they go inside, read the the Terminator paper, and I don't know what to do with my life. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they get little robo support dogs. Is that? What the, the, yeah, that's you know what I mean. Like, they're just kind of. It's like the when war vets come home and they don't feel like they they can do anything unless they're fighting. It's. Like, is that what the end game for them? It's like that, you know? <laughs> well, and, and that's the thing. is like, okay, yes, I can understand that the robots would see humans as a threat. Yeah. But why? Because if because if the humans don't have a reason to destroy the robots, they're not a threat. Now, oh, yeah, this movie is predicated, or the whole series is predicated on the fact that the machines become are, are incredibly hostile and can't be reasoned with. Like, there's no... In terms of like they can be because it's artificial intelligence, but they can't be reasoned with in like in, in terms of like setting up some sort of coexistence. Right. Yeah. So then, why didn't they just? Uh, I guess my real question then is why, when they were programming Skynet, did they set the Boolean um, uh, code for uh, turn evil to yes instead of no? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Do do you want to turn evil Y slash N? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you hit the Y by mistake. Yeah, they hit they they put in Y by default, so now you have to go and turn it to no manually before they you know like. Uh, oh, see here you you've got your machine set to evil. <laughs> Just <laughs> cranked up. <laughs> hey, Pally, you got to switch to evil. <laughs> So one thing I figured out throughout this series is that, the, and and it's some sort of weird. Uh, I think the robots have a fetish. Okay. To a degree. Yeah, because you'll notice that whenever they travel back into the past, they always go for leather. They do. <laughs> it's like denim. No, thank you. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's. <laughs> yeah, he goes into a gay club or. No, he goes into a into a a male. It's an all male review. Yeah, it's yeah. an all male review with with women in the crowd, and he's like, "Give me your clothes." And of course, he, of course, it's the biker, and of course, he's gay. Well, yeah, but I mean that those are like the the more iconic versions are in the other two movies, right? That's the problem with this. They they decide to bring in the funny, quote unquote. Oh God, yes! Like this and is two thousand three, and. Yeah, they, they're, so they're like, well, this is a, an iconic series by this point of two. Yeah. So immediately in the third one, we've got to make fun of everything that made the other one. Like, like that's the thing. Like in in the first, was in the first one, he breaks some biker's neck or something like that. Like it's right. like this this you know tough guy just to kind of show you how tough this thing is. It's essentially a, a, like a, a tough guy who's about the same size as him. And he manhandles him like it's like it's a you know he ragdolls him essentially yeah. right so yeah, yeah. that's supposed to set him up as a scary force of nature right yeah right? straight away same with the other one it's I need your clothes your boots and your hair and your bike or whatever and and I don't know why the machines thought an awkward Austra uh, Austrian accent would be the optimal voice for <laughs> yeah. for the machines in America <laughs> but. Uh, but but yeah, this one's like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if he went, you know, went nude into an all male review and and got the Elton John glasses? Oh my god, like this, I was like throwing up at this point, and it's not because I'm sick. And and first off, why? Okay, uh, this has been a question I've had for a long time. Why does the Terminator need sunglasses? Oh, <laughs> I thought about that one during when I was rewatching this one. Uh, I, I don't think it's the Terminator so much as it is the stunt guy. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a good way of hiding Arnold's face. To a degree, yeah. Okay, but then what, okay, but why in world now, would, would the Terminator need sunglasses? Uh, their eyes can glow red. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yep. So you cover up the glowing red eyes. Okay. Fair enough. What I want to know is why a Terminatrix would disobey the rules of the road and yet pull over for the police. I assume that was to get a weapon. 
I guess. Yeah, but I mean, she can make one out of her arm. Well, and that was she's... my other thing. Why? Why does she steal a car? Can she turn into a car? No, no. She's they they kind of set a bit a bit more rules for that, where she can create weapons from her appendages, like Arnie tells us about her. Okay. Right. She's not a transformer. I don't know why they don't have that technology, but it's. it's but well, okay, uh, but yeah. I mean, like the the T eight thousand or whatever the hell it was, the T eight that was a T eight. T-1000. T-1000. Mm-hmm. Um, he was able to shapeshift into anybody he wants, and so is but she. But he couldn't. Yeah, but but they couldn't uh, create, um, was it any any weapon that, that was, uh, that relied on chemistry, which technically is gunpowder, so he couldn't make a shotgun. Um, and it was just liquid metal. He couldn't <clears throat> create moving parts in an engine because that required gas. That's why they always had to steal vehicles to get around. So they can they can okay. shapeshift into different forms in a different shape and different people as infiltration models. So, for example, if it, it, say it, you know fast forward to the future, some bunker with a guard, right? The Terminatrix or or even the T one thousand walks up and kills that person, it can then assume the form of that person, right? And then walk right into the base and be like, hey, I'm Jim. Right. And then start, oh, hi, Jim. How you? Oop. You know what I mean? And then yeah. that's it. Yeah. That was the idea. Like, they can't transform into, like, uh, working vehicles or, like, guns. Okay. But, but why one, not? This. Hmm? But why not? Oh, uh, you'll have to ask them. Okay. <laughs> that's what it, I mean. They like designed it, not me. <laughs> like, the, like the machines in the future, you would think they would send them back with a vehicle or the ability to change into a vehicle because that would make it a lot easier. Well, one thing I, I appreciate about this one is the idea that when they send them back in time, they send them back with nothing and the idea is to acquire local, like locally source your, you know, whatever you need to blend in. No, that's what I'm saying. That's dumb. No, but that's what I mean. Worse Monday, Tuesday, like, like if you can send them back with shit, Send them back with futuristic weapons. Oh. That would make it a hell of a lot easier, wouldn't it? Now, now, uh, sorry, hold on. Uh, no, no, no. They set it up. Oh, I can't remember if it was the first one or the second one. The idea, they can't send them back with anything. It was some sort of limitation of their time travel machinery. Okay. That's why, and I don't know how far you got, but the, in the first one, Arnie comes back nude. So does John Connor. Or uh, not Connor, but Kyle, Kyle Reese. Yeah, they can't send anything back with them. They could only transport the... The, the being they couldn't send anything else back okay <clears throat> it's again it's one of those plot conveniences right but from an infiltration standpoint though it just makes it you know easier to like okay if i just locally source my gear i'm going to blend in i'm going to use local you know whatever who right right people I get are wearing that, but okay but, but can't they build a machine to carry something inside of them uh, well, this is where they explore that because she has that ability built into her with these plasma cannons and right. flamethrowers, right? So she's the yeah, first one where they I kind guess. of do that. <clears throat> and what they all they did really was they took Arnie and then they took <clears throat> um, the T-1000 and kind of melded them together. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, this, you know, this is, these are some of the, ma- like, this is a field of magic beans that we have to kind of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I for know. sure. Okay. Um, oh, I got a note here. Hello, 2003 cell phone. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and 2003 um, haircut on Claire Danes. Yeah. <laughs> So um, early on, the dad uh, dad's talking to Claire Danes uh, on on the phone, and he's like, "Oh, I've, I've never been more proud of you." And, you know, he's I've never had to worry about you. <clears throat> Things like that. Do you think that was like the parent version of when a couple on TV or the movies announces that they're happy? Uh yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, good point. Like I kind of picked up on that. I was like, I, I couldn't remember for sure, and I was like, oh wait, no, that's right. The dad does get it because he says right here how happy he is about being her dad. So obviously he's got to die. Yeah, he, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the scientist equal. Uh, uh, that's the father equivalent to uh, tomorrow's my last day. Tomorrow I retire tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah, three days to retirement. Yeah, uh, we're we're so happy. Uh, yeah, a whole bunch of these things that'll get you killed in TV and movies. Yeah. 
Uh, I, apparently, it's Doctor John Connor. We should be calling him because okay. he knows exactly what meds to take when he breaks into the. Like if I if I broke into a veterinarian hospital, I wouldn't know what they give cats and dogs at the equivalent of what I need. Yeah, who the hell knows this shit? And it, this is another confusing thing to me. It's like okay, he's accepted the fact that, um, or maybe he hasn't, but. He knows that he in the future he's going to be a general that saves the human race. Yeah. Why doesn't he go into the military? It, yeah. It, um, the choice for this movie, for some reason, is to make him like he's not sure that they saved the future. So he decides to live off the grid so that way, like, no electronic footprint. no He's not registered anywhere. He makes, right. makes himself as hard to find as possible. And I think it's just some sort of weird paranoia. I, I guess I can't blame him. I mean, I've never had a robot come from the future to say, Mark, you are very important. (laughs) If I did, and then all of that happened, I'd probably have a little PTSD where I'd want to maybe not be found again. So that way, if another robot comes from the future to try and kill me, they'll have a harder time of it. Yeah. And uh, like, hmm. Okay. This movie really is a big disservice to John Connor. To be honest, because there's nowhere it's a big in the disservice to the franchise itself. Well, yeah, I mean, it is still, despite the other ones not having uh, um, that much of a critical acclaim, uh, they haven't hit this low since. Yeah, like it does go up from here, just not as high as Terminator Two, which was the. Yeah, I don't think it comes close from what I've been hearing. No, no, but it's not as bad. Uh, uh, they're bad, but not as bad as the, as this for sure. And actually, in one in in Genesis, they actually kind of address <laughs> well. They address one of your questions. Now that I think about it, okay. Because we have we have um, um, what's her name from Game of Thrones, Amelia Clark, Amelia, yeah, um, playing a younger Linda Linda Hamilton, right? So there's an idea of like they went tra- tried to go back in time further to kill Sarah Connor, right? So before she ever meets Kyle Reese, so they. Like, Genesis is part prequel. Okay. Yeah, so they they do kind of try that. They do play with that idea. Right. Yeah. So. Okay. There's that. But, um, um, oh, and uh, welcome to the show, by the way, Kristen Bell. Sure. It, she, she plays a party goer uh, at the house party where some kids get murdered. Where was the house party? It's very, very quick. There's that little montage where, like, the Terminatrix goes to the drive-thru and shoots the the one kid, and then... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I just happened to notice, because I've been watching a show that, with Kristen Bell in it uh, on a weekly basis, and so she stood out, definitely. I was like, holy shit, that's Kristen Bell. Was it actually her? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I do have a note about how... Arnie walking into that place is friggin' cheapens the franchise. Ugh. Yeah. This is this isn't even number four yet. Like that's where you might start making the jokes, but oh my god, this It's like <laughs> It's like they had some instincts about what this story could have been and they went completely the other way. They <laughs> just went the wrong way. Yeah, you know what else cheapens the, the franchise? The talk to the hand. Oh my god. I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, that was outdated in 2003. Yeah, I can't even remember where it started, but I mean, that's like late it, 90s. I can tell you where it ended. That was this movie. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it killed it. Yeah. Oh, it, it, um, oh, uh, now if now I've never owned a vet clinic. Okay. Okay, but if I did, okay, I I imagine if I got a call about something happening at my clinic, it would be from the cops at my cl- that are outside my clinic because <laughs> something happened to it. Yeah. Where are the cops when John Connor breaks in? Like, hey, This doesn't make sense. Even if it's a security company, they're like, ah, oh, yes, uh, there's some broken glass. Uh, you should probably go fix that. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, if there was there no security system, because she goes in. Well, well, she goes in because someone else calls her because the dog was sick, right? It was the dog or the cat? I missed that. Yeah, so there was someone else there that calls her in because the the dog was sick and she needed. Well, no, 
No. Wait a minute. What happens there? She goes in because... Somebody called her. Somebody calls her. Is it the cat lady that comes in and gets gets murdered? Yeah, it's the it's the cat or dog lady that gets murdered. So I thought it was like a security company calling her to say that there's been a disturbance or something. But I'm like, that doesn't make sense. That they don't call the cops. Huh. And I have a note here of all the vet hospitals in all the towns in all of America. <laughs> He had to wander into mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's just crazy. What a freaking... Qu- this kid is on the run all the time, just bouncing around America, and just so happens to run into his old high school flame who just happens to be the woman who's going to be his wife. Well, let's 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 just go with the whole thing that, you know, uh, in the future, all of his lieutenants mm-hmm. were all of his high school buddies. <laughs> yeah, this is starting to sound a little Red Dawnish, isn't it? I've never seen Red Dawn, but oh no, oh no. Okay. it's about a bunch of high school kids who basically the states get gets invaded by Russia, and we focus on one little town where this uh, bunch of high school kids kind of form a revolution. Okay, try and take back America, right? And they name themselves after the their high school football team, the Wolverines. So, gotcha. It's a good movie. Check it out. Okay. <clears throat> they redid it again with uh, Chris Hemsworth in in uh, a couple of years back, and they they used the Koreans instead. Okay. The idea that basically they just started landing tanks and soldiers and stuff all across the states and just took over like that. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Okay. Off topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So weird. getting back to the to the vet hospital, did you notice that once she disarms him, John, she immediately shoots him? Like, I don't know if she really knew it was a paintball gun. <laughs> That's true. And she drew down on him. <laughs> it's kind of like a, she's saying, you know, I'll fix animals, but humans, fuck them. Yeah, pretty much. And I don't know how it is the Terminatrix knows that Catherine's going to be at work at 530 in the morning. That was odd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She just happens oh. to come in like she happens to go through the drive-thru when the guy happens to be working the drive-thru. Like, yeah. he's not on fries or the burger station. No, no. He's he's working the drive-thru. <laughs> yeah. Now, in the future, does everybody just write down what they were doing at every... Facebook. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my gosh. Just how how easy for a Terminator these days, eh? Yeah. There you <laughs> go, folks. Like- like the, these days, the Terminators would be like, "No, wait till Facebook is invented." Yeah. <laughs> they we don't want to do that to much. Track. <laughs> it it won't be so hard. <laughs> we can we can kill them in 140 characters or less. Ha ha. L O L. L O L. Raffle copter. <laughs> Let's send back a raffle copter. Um, uh, there's a, a line here. Catherine asks Arnie if, if she could get, uh, let go. If she tells him where John is and, and then he goes to lock her up. He's like, I thought you were going to let me go. And he goes like, I lied. And I'm like, oh, come on. We're cribbing from commando here. Oh, really? That's from commando. That is a famous scene from commando. Cause he, he tells this guy, um, that, you know, uh, he's going to kill him last. Right. But he kill it's, but he's ends up being one of the first guys once he gets his hand on him. Uh, this guy Sully, once he gets his hands on him, he he actually hangs him by one arm over a cliff. He's like, "Wait, wait! I thought you were going to kill me last." And he's like, "I lied." And then he just l- and he lets oh. him fall to his death. Right? He gets back to the car, and she's like, "Where, where, where did Sully go?" He says, "I let him go." <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, come on, you don't this 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 movie especially does not get to crib from his other franchises. Well, that's the thing; they even crib from their own franchise because they like he. Destroys her or blows her, blows uh, TX up. And he goes, she'll be back. I'm like, Ugh. Okay, but th- that's the one they get to use because actually it was this franchise that started that. Yeah, okay, but then he comes in flying in on the bigger helicopter near the yeah. end and he goes, I'm back. And I'm like, <laughs> No, no, he, they, they got one I'll be back. That's all they get. 
He doesn't even say I'll be back. He says no, she'll be back or I, and and then I'm back. So I'm back. Yeah. I'm like yeah. Like that. That's the one that they should get because this franchise started it all for him. Like uh. Yeah, but, but it's it's just played for laughs. That's the problem. No, I know, I know. Um, so when when uh, Terminatrix is at the vet, uh, or sorry, Arnie Arnie rides up and just like um, smashes the Terminatrix at the uh, the hospital, right? Yeah. And causes this big explosion. I'm like, oh, it's a good thing he didn't ruin her leather pantsuit. <laughs> Maybe that's why they want leather. Oh, oh, and vehicle remote control. Yeah. Okay. Let's just stop right there. Yeah, no, no, thank you, 2003. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Vehicle remote control, you can fucking take it back. Because uh, how is she seeing what the vehicles are seeing? This is, we're recording this 15 years later, and we still don't have that yet. <laughs> no, like, like, the, like she's well behind those vehicles. So she's somehow controlling those vehicles, knowing where he's going to drive. I I don't know, like, uh, yeah, I I guess like I, I you could surmise the police. I'm assuming that you can that she can get into the electrical systems of the cars. Okay, assuming that she can make them go without a driver, which she can't. It's 2003. Yeah, no, but she's from the future. I'm willing to accept the fact that she can control other machines. Yeah, well, the cop cars make sense because they have dash cams. Oh. Do they though? Well, again, again you couldn't you can't assume. You're I guess. you're biting that magic bean of the, like they have self-driving modes, which they don't. It's 2003. Well, even then, I I I I can assume that she she can control vehicles, so you don't need a self-driving option. She makes it self-driving. Right? I I guess, but sure. I mean, I mean, so it was just like, how do they follow him? Like, if he if he makes a left turn, they mm. should they should just shoom, right down the road straight. Oh, whoa, that was close, and he drives away. You know. Yeah, yeah. But I guess she taps into their their dashboard cam. I guess. All I right. guess. Wasn't cops on the air at this point in time? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I gotta admit, when Arnie is swinging on the crane and he kicks over a van, I thought that was pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, the action in this movie is pretty good. I have to admit yeah, that. Yeah, like that. This, I mean, this car chase scene is ba- is probably the highlight of the movie, which is sad. It's just sad because it happened so early. Hmm. I mean, it's done well. I mean, you're like, holy shit! Did they just build a small town and take it down, or pretty much? Arnold <laughs> Arnold paid for it. Oh yeah. Yeah, he took uh, 1.4 million of his uh, paycheck and uh, made sure this scene got made. So, oh wow, I didn't know that. Now we got paid something insane, like twenty six million. But oh, what's one point four? My yeah, God! Well, exactly. Yeah, especially to Arnold, who's already done Predator, who's already done Running Man, the first two Terminators. Yeah, yeah. the other Terminators and all the other movies that he's been in, Jingle All yeah. the Way. He's already done. So fuck, that was yeah. just a paycheck. <laughs> Stay tuned. Had he done Kindergarten Cop by then? Mm-hmm. So when they get to the gas station, you have Arnie holding up Claire Danes by one hand. I'm like, I'm going to bet this wasn't a stunt. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't think that they had any wires on her. Like, like this is still prime Arnie, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I believe that Mr. Olympia can lift up a... Oh, sure. A hundred pound girl. You know? I'm pretty sure I could lift up Claire Danes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could lift up, lift up Nick Stahl, for crying out loud. That's true. The hero of the resistance is this tiny little... Mouse, <laughs> such a he's such a way. I don't want to be uh, uh, it's like <laughs> line. No, that was it. You got it. Cut. You know? <laughs> John Weiner is why they coming on. John Weiner, stop whining. Stop whining. Stop it. Oh, that is my next note. Connor's such a whiny bitch. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Going in, I had hopes that we would see like the rise, not not just the rise of the machines, but the rise of John Connor. Like I was hoping for kind of a parallel, where he gets tougher. He maybe learns from the the Terminator how to like handle guns and so like he he knows how to do. It. His mom taught him, but I wanted I wanted kind of uh, like 
this Terminator's this new Terminator is so tough that it takes Arnie and you know the guy who's going to lead the resistance and all of his skills that he's gained over the years to take her down. That's what I would wanted. I wanted to knock down throw up between a Terminator and a Terminator and John Connor. You know what I mean? Right. You know, yeah. But the problem That's is, is we don't for. see either. Oh my God, no! Like that, John Connor is such a pussy. Like. Like this whole movie is called Rise of the Machines, so yeah, it's it's the beginning of Skynet mm-hmm. and how it starts J- Judgment Day, but we don't see the rise of the machines. There's no rising of machines. There's no rising of John Connor. He gets put in a bunker for safekeeping until they're ready for the future, which I don't understand how that makes him a great leader. But I guess they they kind of deal with that with the people messaging him on the thing. So. Which makes no sense because there are actual military bases reaching out, and he's like, "No, I'm in charge." Bullshit, you are. Yeah, it's Colonel So and So on the other end. Yeah, <laughs> like like chain of command. Yeah, it's like, what's your okay, John John Connor? What's your rank? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Second left general. <laughs> <laughs> S- super, super general, private first class. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like how Arnie says he has psychology one-on-one programmed into his brain, but he doesn't have human pair bonding. Isn't that psychology one-on-one? Pretty much. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it. Re- yes. Like, so, That's the answer to so, your question. So, yes. Psychology. Psychology one-on-one. Haters gotta hate, and lovers gotta love. I mean, that's pretty much you know. <laughs> So basically, uh, Psychology 101, you can just listen to Taylor Swift lyrics, is that what? Uh, Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shake it off. Shake it know. off, you know. I, I, my, my next line is, so where does the virus come, come from? Hey, Chris Hardwick. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even recognize him. It, it, it's chubby or Chris Hardwick. Uh, I had heard on one of his podcasts him talking about that. Yeah, yeah. No, I knew so he I was... So I need to look out for him. Yeah, I knew he lost a... Uh, he lost, like, he quit drinking, quit smoking, and, you know, uh, dropped a ton of weight, but I... I didn't recognize him. Yeah. Like, even the voice much. is a little bit different, too. Yeah, you have to really, really listen, then you start hearing the... Oh, okay, there it is. Um, I like that at the start of... So I'm, I'm kind of whipping through, because you're... Yeah, go you ahead. Because, uh, yeah, some of this is just kind of boring shit where I just put my laptop down and it was just like, duh. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one thing. This one will drain your brain. Oh, my God, yeah. I like that at the start of the final fight, though. Uh, Arnie gives the Terminatrix just enough time to shoot the dad. <laughs> like, yeah, like like they come that. out, they come out in front of the dad, and then she comes around the corner, and he's got the shotgun trained on her. Let's her shoot the dad, and then oh yeah, right. <laughs> well, it's pretty good that he gets shot in the chest, uh, and still manages to live for another ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, and chit chat, and, and chit chat, and give him the secrets, and go here and go there. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, didn't he tell them? He told them the location for the primary servers, correct? Incorrect. He told them. He lied. He lied. The father lied to his daughter. Yes. Basically, he sent her to a bunker so she would survive the nukes. He, under the guise of, yeah, this is where you want to go to do the thing you want to do. Like, there's no central server for Skynet. There's no way of just blowing it up because it's everywhere. It's on right. the internets. So she's like, where's where's the central service or whatever? And he's like, go to this place. Use this code. You, here's my binder or whatever. Right. Right. And that's, yeah, the father tricks, just basically wants her to live. So he tricks her by making her think that's where she wants to go. Right. And then by the time they fi- they figured out, they're too late. He lied. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yep. Um, so Arnie, uh, you know, the T-101 shoots a T-1. I wonder if that's kind of like shooting your grandpa for machines. I think so, I think. yeah. <laughs> it's like finding a Neanderthal like shooting a toaster, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh boy, you know, those, those Terminators, they can really take a beating. Oh, and you know what else uh, can't? Uh, leather clothing and high-heeled shoes. <laughs> yeah. And yet in this movie... <laughs> well, I think on her, the, the clothes are, are, are made by her, right? I think so. Because 
like she gets blown up enough, like she'd have to recreate those clothes. Like she can't just, yeah. Oh man, man, my my leather jacket blew off when I got blown up. I better put that back on. Okay, hang on, I better resew it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got my badge in girl guides. Yeah. <laughs> um. So now uh, I've never built a top secret facility before. Just FYI. Okay, <laughs> good to know. But if I were the guy who designed that. I certainly, I would certainly connect my runway to a particle accelerator. Yeah, what the fuck? That's really fucking convoluted. Especially when that's the place where you're going to keep the President of the United States. No, no, this is back at the other base. Oh, okay. Before they get on the plane, they have an exit to the runway through a particle accelerator. Yeah. Really? And what do you need a particle accelerator at your base for? What are you doing there? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I do not know. Reasons. Yep. So I uh, love how uh, you know Kate Brewster in this movie, she gets her hero mo- uh, moment. John Connor, not so much. Because she gets to like stand up and like f- shoot at one of the flying machines, right? Yeah. Yeah, he does fuck all. And um, Yeah, that's well, true. Pro- the part with the um, with the big electromagnet, basically part of the particle accelerator. Yeah. Right. They turn it on to you know kind of suck the T one, the T X or whatever. I'm like, I got my notes here. So I guess no one had any metal f- uh, fillings, eh? <laughs> <laughs> no one with keys. In their- <laughs> oh, I don't know. that was weird. And no one with keys in their pocket, you know. <laughs> yeah, no keys in the pocket. No buttons on their on their thing. Belt buckle. Yeah, no belt buckles. No, no spare change. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, I as you know, I'm a big fan of sci-fi, but I never understood why machines roar. Thank you. Yeah, that was up I've there with the twist over... with the tornado from Twister roaring. Yeah, I've I've never understood that. I don't I don't I guess from a filmmaking standpoint, it makes it sound more vicious, but never understood that. Like, why would you make a machine roar? Machines wouldn't do that. No, unless they were programmed to. Which, why? Like Lion Simulator 3.0. Like yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, why would machines give a mach- another machine the voice of an animal? You know what I mean? Like, that's... This sounds, yeah. this sounds wicked cool. You know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally want that to be my ringtone. Like, you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> you know, like, just set hey. it on default, you know. Hey, Chatbot, did you catch that? <laughs> Wasn't it awesome? Chatbot. Oh, Chet I love it. He, he's involved. Chatbot, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I love too John Connor. He's flying in, the, flying in the plane. He says, we have enough C4 to take out 10 supercomputers. And I'm like, is there a chart somewhere that tells you how much C4 <laughs> you need to take out 10 supercomputers? It's like, oh, we got... Uh, we got eight pounds of C4. That's enough. Let's see. Eight pounds over here. Supercomputers on this side. Put them together. Uh, seven supercomputers we can do. We need three more. <laughs> yeah, really. I don't I don't know what book had the uh, the C4 to supercomputer ratio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't remember that lesson in science or math class, you know? <laughs> yeah. Is it, was, that C4. wasn't exactly on the final exam. If you have eight supercomputers, how much C4? Please, please show your work and solve for X, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So he sets the detonator for five minutes mm-hmm. on his way down the elevator. Yeah, that's stupid. Well, and, he, and he starts it then. Like, what? okay, set it for five minutes, but don't start it until you pu- until you plant it. That is action movie 101. You never start the timer till you're at the location. You, you place the C4, you hit go on the timer, get the fuck out. Yeah. It is action movie 101 and he totally disobeys that like like you you hit the go button as you're already stepping and leaning out no no you've, you know you've had to play yeah exactly yeah yeah you've <clears throat> you're on tippy toes on your way out <laughs> yeah. it's like hold Absolutely. the elevator you get in the elevator like dial nine and one and when i say press one again you know <laughs> yeah so uh you mentioned in the beginning uh like timey wimey stuff. Like, why didn't they send back like eight Terminators or whatever? Right. So here's another one to think about. 
If the Terminators had not come back from the future to kill John Connor, would they have had a John Connor to go back to kill? Or did they inadvertently start their own time loop that they absolutely had to complete? I would assume they did. They would have, because that's the reason they send them back in the first place. Uh, go back and watch Terminator 1 in its entirety. Actually, you know what? I'll just spoil it for you. Okay. John Connor is the product of Sarah Connor. And Kyle Reese. The guy, yeah. So if they had not gone back to kill Sarah Connor, John Connor from the future wouldn't have sent back basically his dad, who impregnates John Connor, or Sarah Connor, to create John Connor. So the machines, by virtue of wanting to go back to kill Sarah Connor, start the time loop that they can't get out of now. They created John Connor. <clears throat> she wouldn't have had him if they hadn't have gone back in time. Yep. Mind yep. blown. Yep. That is, so the answer is no, they wouldn't. Had they never done it, they wouldn't have had to do it. They start, they start a time loop that they can't, they can't close. <clears throat> they can't fin or they, they they have to complete. There's never. That's the thing about him being the future dad is the craziest part about it is that they you know what I mean like. She, yeah. Uh, so then, why he, not go back and try to kill Cal Reese when he's a kid? Oh Christ! I just gave Hollywood another fucking idea to make another Terminator movie. Uh, that's well. That's the answer to their to their problem. Is <clears throat> yeah, killing Cal Reese. In which in Salvation they kind of try and like we meet we meet a younger Cal Reese. If they had killed him then, then they would have solved all their problems. Okay. Well, here's another question then: If how do they have time travel? Because all of the computers and all electronics are now in the hands of the machines at mm -hmm. the end of three, right? So when Judgment Day starts, all the machines are useless to humans. Well, except for the ones that they're able to take offline, right? If they can take a computer offline. Okay. Right? Like, you can have a laptop and not have it connected to the internet. You can still use that technology. But is, is that, that enough kind of for, idea? to make time travel? No, but extrapolate from there. Yeah, okay. Pull, pull that logic out. <clears throat> and there you go. And that's kind of what happens, really. They start building their own new machines that aren't that have no Wi-Fi, <laughs> no modems built in. Right. <laughs> and use them. So there's the idea of like the active machines and the passive machines. Okay. If you watch Salvation, you'll know what I mean, where they have like electronics, they have machines, but it's a lot more gears and not steampunky, but more pulleys and gears. And then right. there's like a, ra a ham radio, you know? <laughs> kind okay. Of yeah. Actually, they even get a hold of an old submarine, which is kind of cool. You know, Michael Ironside's in a submarine. Okay. There. There. Let me just tease you with that one. Yeah, still probably not gonna, ever going to watch it. No, I don't, I don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's Christian Bale um, as John Connor, and uh, just, I don't know. And a lighting guy that gets in the way. Was it on that one? I it was remember. on that one, yeah. It was on that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. A lousy human got in his way. <laughs> How dare he breathe the same air as Christian Bale. Yeah, really. This movie is so weird. It has messages about female equality and assertion. Like, we really see it's like the rise of Kate Brewster. Okay. Yeah. To a degree, right? She kind of, uh, we find out that, oh, well, he's not as, a, he, like, John Connor is important, but so is she. Like, she's the spouse, and she's, you know, they, they have their, like, she's mother to their kids, which come become important as well in the resistance, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. But at the end, it's the faint John Connor that's still in the lead. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's all. Yeah. That's all I have. I mean, this movie was it was kind of hard to make fun of because it's just so bad. It's it's so dull, <clears throat> so substanceless, and, and it's just so many questions. 
yeah, stop doing time travel, folks. It's just it's just not unless you have a really really good way of explaining it, and you might think you do, but you have to explain it to ten people first, and they all have to get it, and and then they all have to ask their questions, and you have to all solve them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and then put that in the movie. Yep, yep. Uh, so just a few things on this movie. Uh, the skulls in the future scenes were made uh, from ping pong balls. Oh, nice. So that's a look into it. Um, this is Arnold Schwarzenegger's last starring role, uh, but not his last acting role, uh, before becoming elected uh, to the governorship of California uh, of California in October of 2003. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, this was also the most expensive R-rated film of all time as of January 2015, if you uh, don't adjust for inflation. I can see that, because even like a movie like Deadpool didn't cost as much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some almost cast for you. Ooh. For the TX. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vin Diesel. <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, God. That would have been awkward. Uh, then we get into the women. So Gwyneth Paltrow. Femke, mm. Femke Jensen, which I thought would have been great. Love her. Great that would have been awesome. Yeah. I uh, love her. Carrie Ann Moss, who was doing The Matrix at the time. Yep, that would have worked. And former WWE wrestler China was considered for the role. Actually, Arnold vouched for her, trying to get her the role because he was a big wrestling fan. So, well, I mean, if you look at the size difference, there isn't as much as like between him and Christina Loken. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Like you believe, then you believe all that hardware is in there too. Yep. Uh, in the role of Kate, uh, podcast regular Claire Forlani. Oh, oh, oh. Well. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine Kate Brewster in this movie having that uh, that almost whispery, talky voice that she has? Oh my God! Yeah. Oh wow. John, what's and going on? I don't understand. I can see her firing one bullet from that gun and then dropping it, going "ew." <laughs> <laughs> Couple of uh, almost director. Wait, wait, one more. Okay. Most of the movie would have been set in a laundromat slash cafe <laughs> slash Korean karate deli. studio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, some uh, almost directors, Ang Lee, turned this down to make the Hulk. Hmm. And uh, everyone's favorite, Michael Bay, almost made this movie. I kind of want to see what he would do because, I mean, I King think, of the Explosions. Come I, on. I think it would have been more interesting. To be I think, uh, me too. Yeah, absolutely. Here's some odd choices for John Connor. Okay, there's okay. two of them. Chris Klein, who you huh. might who you might remember as the jock from American Pie. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know what? He's a bit taller, dude, but bigger, dude. So you could see him leading a resistance. Yeah. Rather than this little waif they got. Yeah. Or how about this, Ben Curtis. Who the hell's that? Ben Curtis was the dude you're getting a Dell guy. What? You remember those Dell commercials where the kid wants to buy a Dell computer? And then this stoner guy would come over and he's like, yeah, man, it's like total processor and fucking HD graphics and everything else. And his mom's like, okay, maybe I'll look into it. It's like, dude, you're getting a Dell. You remember that? Oh, so vaguely. (laughs) That just sounds like a bad call. <laughs> and then he got like arrested and convicted for selling pot and put away. <laughs> that's Look- like saying uh, that's like saying their choice for um, you know John Connor these days would be the Shamwow guy. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So as always on the show, we try to find the real story behind the story, Mark. Uh, or is it Terminator Three colon suck at John Connor? Okay. <clears throat> Uh, or is it Grand Theft Auto 6 colon Rise of the Terminators? Very true. A lot of uh, vehicular um, theft going on in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. There's helicopters, cars, trucks, utility airplanes. vehicles, yeah. cranes, airplanes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this good... would be perfect for the Grand Theft Auto franchise. Yeah, it's a good thing Kate Brewster uh, just happens to know how to fly a plane. Oh, <laughs> she's more useful than Connor. Yeah. Well, I have two. I have it. Or is it Terminator retcon? Hmm. Okay. Because everything that they're doing is just retconning the whole thing. Yeah. Um, or is it 
That point in every movie franchise life, when they try drugs for the first time and either recover to read a, to lead a normal life, or end in homeless or end up homeless and broke living in the Hollywood gutters. Guess what happened with this one? Because <laughs> this really is the tipping point. This is where this the, this franchise goes downhill. Like, there's one and two, and then everything else. Yeah, this is like Terminator 2 was at the top of the roller coaster and the tick, 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 tick. Yeah. Tick, 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 all the way down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then you get down to the bottom of the hill and then you just roll right into the station. Yeah. Um, so that's going to about do it for Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines. I'm Sean Taylor. And I'm Mean Mark. Join us next time. We'll take a look at the story of Mean Mark finding the woman of his dreams and the complications his nerd friends bring to his big day in... My Big Fat Geek Wedding. <laughs>